What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Cervantes Podcast. Joining me today to discuss the danger of the dangers of fast fashion and the necessity of thrifting is guest co-host Kendall Ferguson. Our listeners should remember Kendall from episode eight, All Things College, featuring Taylor Riller and Kendall herself. Kendall is a health science major studying at North Carolina A&T University. How are you doing, Kendall? I'm doing well, Cervantes. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for being here. And next we have advertising and marketing communications major and American studies minor studying at FIT, Sol Mangia. Sol, how are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Um, next, psychology major studying at Hofstra University, Victoria Tondo. Victoria, how are you doing? Hi, I'm good, how are you? I'm good, thank you. And fashion black blogger, writer, creator of Melwares What and Hofstra University alum with a bachelor's degree in journalism, Melanie Hayde. Melanie, how's it going? Great, great. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> Thank you guys for joining me. So some, for background info for everyone, fast fashion is a term used to describe a highly profitable and exploitative business model based on replicating catwalk trends and high fashion designs, mass producing them at low cost. Oftentimes this entails exploiting workers in inhumane conditions. So I was doing some research and according to a 2020 Vox article titled Fast Fashion Explained by Terry Nguyen, the writer reports that a report by Course Site Re Research found that the site misguided releases about a thousand new products monthly and Fashion Nova CEO has said that it launches about 600 to 900 new styles every week. The rapid rate at which new capsule collections and trendy designs are being released only feeds into shoppers desire to buy more. I wanted to ask you ladies, do you partic participate in fast fashion and were you guys aware of this issue? Um, I 100% contribute to fast fashion. I feel like there's honestly no way not to um, in the world that we live in, which is totally fine. Um, at this point, I really don't think that there will be an end all for fast fashion. I do think it'll always be a part of our society and how we shop and how we consume. Um, I think the main goal is really just to become more aware of where we shop and to become more conscious with where we spend our money and like how we're spending it too. Um, but yeah, I a hundred percent contribute to fast fashion. Yeah. So I definitely contribute to fast fashion. And, um, when I started my blog, I kind of realized like how much I contribute to fast fashion and like okay. went down like a rabbit hole of figuring out like, oh, like how can I be better and stuff like that. Um, so I mean, it's not like I don't anymore. I still do. Because um, um, like Victoria said, it's really hard to kind of avoid that. I mean, the way that trends go, the way that people's attention spans go, it's like really fast. And it's one of those things where you kind of feel like, oh, like I need this. This is like something that I'll wear all the time because you see everybody else wearing it. It's not even like a conscious thing because you don't see somebody and you're like, I want to be just like them. It's like one of those things where you kind of are like, subconsciously making that decision almost. And I feel like that is kind of a product of capitalism and the way that we're advertised towards like, and unfortunately a lot of the things that we wear like that are trendy like that, they go by really quick. I mean, think of how fast like TikTok trends come and go. Like that's pretty much how fast the fashion cycle is going now. So it's pretty rough, especially if you don't buy things that like are your style. So it's like important when you're consciously shopping to like buy things that are gonna last things that you're gonna wear definitely more than once hopefully a billion times over and over again and not get rid of but things that fit in your lifestyle and wardrobe too well how could I follow to an answer like that um 
I definitely contribute to fast fashion. I mean, I work in retail and I've been working in retail for three years. So it's like something comes out, like I need to buy it. Uh, especially because I, I work full time. So I'm there like pretty much every day. Like this week alone, we had floor set and there's like, I've already had my eye on a couple of things. So I definitely contribute to fast fashion in that way. But I am pretty like, you know, I do keep in mind, like, do I like this or do I just want this? So I do genuine, generally buy things that I know I'm going to like use a lot and not just like, oh, I think that's cute, but it's going to go in the back of my closet. And I'm never going to see it again. I buy right. Because that's not smart and that's not sustainable. Yeah. And we'll get to that later. But I totally, I totally agree with that. I contribute to fast fashion a whole lot. But I barely buy clothes at the same time. Like whatever I buy, I tend to wear it like over and over again. Like you're going to see me in this outfit because I just spent this money on it. So yeah. So I think that although I do contribute to fast fashion, I am pretty sustainable with how I, you know, buy my stuff and things like that. Yeah. I wanted to ask you guys, why do you think ethical fashion isn't promoted enough? Like obviously we know that fast fashion isn't really good for our environment and that young kids are working in sweatshops just to make us Nike shirts. Why do you think that ethical fashion isn't as promoted as it should be? Okay, um, I think it all just comes down to there's a no profit in it. And how is that gonna benefit the 1%? It's really all that. If it, if it really comes down to why fast fashion is like such a big deal is it's because it's profitable to the one percent and if they keep you know like making an ethically sourced shirt could be like a hundred dollars versus making an unethically you know you know what i mean yeah right yeah like two bucks and then you can make way more of a profit on that cheap shirt it really just Mm -hmm. comes down to that i think yeah i definitely agree um melanie yeah, for sure. I mean, I totally agree with Soul. I think that it's like very unfortunate, but super true. Like it's so much cheaper, no matter what the cost of like, you know, the human people working behind whatever sweatshop like um, Nike or anything like that. Like it's kind of like the 1%, like they're making so much money off of this and they're going to lose a lot of that if they don't do fast fashion. And at the same time, the way that advertising promotes fast fashion it's one of those things where like if you get this shirt you're like six times cooler and you're like slowly getting towards that ideal of who you want to be or like someone you look up to so it's almost like buying your way up except you're not actually going anywhere um you just kind of like think you are or like trick yourself into thinking that you are um at least that's like how I see it in terms of that but no, yeah, I can totally relate to that because I think sometimes, and I know Kendall can speak to this as well, but in the Black community, I think sometimes, ooh, I, I'm trying to do do say this the PC way and not get in trouble, but I think sometimes <laughs> we, will, we will live in a lower income neighborhood and then we're trying to, we're trying to like dress like we live in a high income neighborhood. You know, like we're uh, like a lot of times, people will like have like Gucci head to toe, but then they live in the projects. And I, that's not, doesn't make most sense. Like, why are you spending all your money on your clothes when it should be like your rent, like other yeah, things, you know? Yeah, yeah. it's like how you're perceived by other people. That's like 
such a big deal for some of them. You know, like keeping up with the Joneses, exactly what you said, like that, that phrase, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Victoria? Yeah, um, I totally agree with Melanie and Soul. And I want to say that fashion is such like a social status symbol. So like when you see people like spending all their money on like clothing instead of like necessities that they might need to, like, I think it's really just because they want to be perceived as like higher class, I guess, and like more like well-liked, I, yeah, I'll say. But um, it, it really just comes down to money. Like, I think if you buy like 10 shirts on like Shein, let's say, you'll think you're spending less money, but in the end, you're spending like just as much as you would on like the ethically sourced piece of clothing. So it's really just like a mind game, it feels like. Yeah, it's all marketing tactics. I always that, it's all marketing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And like advertise, advertisement, commercials, you see your favorite singer or actor or influencer wearing something and like it makes you want to get it too. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm good too. Like micro trends too, which is why I think like H&M and Zara are making so much money right now because they're like the kings of micro trends. As soon as a new thing comes in, like they somehow already have it before you can blink your eye. It's I feel like H&M, I feel like certain yeah. stores like H&M will like never go out of business, you know? Oh my God, yeah. So I remember in middle school, like we kind of touched on this. Um, I remember in middle school and high school, it was looked down upon to be an outfit repeater. According to a 2017 survey commissioned by the London Sustainability from Hubbub, 41% of 18 to 25 year olds feel pressure to wear a different outfit every time they go out. Fast fashion then appears to be the simple solution to appease our desire for novelty. It's much easier to avoid outfit repetition when clothes only cost $20. I wanted to ask you ladies, have you ever felt pressure to have a plethora of different outfits? Can I answer this one? Yeah. Okay, sorry. I just wanted to like really shoot this one out. Um, Ever since I transferred to my HBCU, (laughs) I have felt so pressured to like, show out and put on these different items of clothing because everyone else is like coming out with like different coats, different jackets, different this, different that. Compared to when I was at Hofstra where I could just put sweatpants on and a hoodie and nobody would judge me if I wore it the day before. You know what I'm saying? Not that I would do that, but you know, you know, so I feel like, yeah, there's just a lot of pressure to really I knew things and that and fast fashion definitely like contributes to like it helped me with you know looking different every day so yeah I don't know if it's a cultural thing or like a regional thing or where you go or age thing about like caring about what other people think when it comes to fashion I don't know like where like what if it's all of those things or if it's like one specific thing Mm -hmm. um I'll start with Victoria this time so that's so interesting Kendall like I would never think that like you'd feel so pressured to like not wear sweatpants and stuff to class because like at Hofstra oh my god I show up and like every Friday I had like my 9 a.m sweatpants like a hoodie like Mm. oh my god like please Crocs and everything um (laughs) but when I go out I will say that I do feel more pressured to have a plethora of outfits more for my own personal gain I guess just so I like looking different every time I go out but I wouldn't say I feel pressured as a whole to have so many different outfits okay um soul um i mean i go to fashion school (laughs) so i mean 
y'all saw the TikTok. Uh, there are people that go there with Dior heels and like all these like luxury brands, you know, like there is definitely pressure to look good. And I don't care about it because that's just me. But I have heard from so many friends that, you know, going to FIT and going to the school, there is this pressure to show up and look good because, you know, there is this reputation, like people that go to FIT, y'all gotta look good. Like it's like, if you go to FIT, that's, you have one job, like. <laughs> you gotta dress the part. Exactly, it's like you, the Fashion Institute of Technology, fashion's literally in the name. No, but literally. I love. But I think it's Mm-hmm. But I think it's important that like it's you don't have to spend a lot of money to look good. My parents yeah, told me that. Yeah. I mean, okay, so like really quick, like it's so different here than it is like some like in other places. Like I went to Germany over the summer for family things and I saw this girl wearing literally the cutest outfit I have ever seen in my life. And I was like, I turned to my mom, I'm like, oh my god, that outfit is so cute. And I saw her wearing the same exact thing the next day, the same exact outfit. Wow. I know. And I turned to my mom. I was like, I was wearing that yesterday, right? Like, I'm not like bugging right now. Like, she, like, am I having weird deja vu? And she's like, if it's not dirty, like, why? Like, you can just repeat an outfit. Like, even if it's not like day to day, I don't even know if it was like back to back days, but it was like during within the same week. And it was a cute outfit. I do not blame her for wearing it twice. Um, but it's so different because like people in other countries don't care as much as we do here. And I think that that's so interesting because it's so weird um, that there's this emphasis on like, oh, I've seen you wear that before. Like, yeah, it's because I own it and I wash it. Yeah, right, <laughs> like, right. As know. long as it's clean, like, why does exactly. it matter? It doesn't really matter. So it's like so weird to me, but I think it starts, like you, you mentioned this in your question. I think it kind of starts in like middle school and high school because people are like, oh, like I saw you wear that like last week. And it's like, oh, I'm in middle school, like, ah. Right, like I'm not choosing my own clothes. I don't think yeah, I will. Exactly. Yeah. No, I mean, part of that I think too is like once I started using Instagram more in high school, when I would go out and like make a point of like taking pictures with my friends, because I feel like that was like a thing in high school. You'd be like, oh, we're taking pictures at this event. You know what I mean? Yes. So um, I don't know if that's just me. Imagine if that was just me, that'd be so awkward. But um, yeah, no, like you want to wear something different every time because you don't want to be wearing the same outfit, like in the same, like right next to each other on the feet, like terrible, so embarrassing. But like, why? <laughs> I don't yeah, know. It's like, like, I don't know. It, it shouldn't. I don't get matter. it. Like, I w- I'm trying to like, I don't know. I wore the same sweater twice this week and nobody yelled at me and it was incredible. It's a cute so. sweater. I really like it, so. As you should. As you should. <laughs> um, the issue with fast fashion is that the clothing items don't last as long as sustainable products. That's what people try to, you know, claim and say. So do you guys have any favorite fast fashion items and like how often do you wear it? I can go first if you want. Um, I like pretty much predominantly shopped at like Forever 21 in high school um, when I like found out what fashion was and I was like, oh, Forever 21. Um, I still have some things from Forever 21 that still don't have holes in them. They are in great condition. Like it's hard because sometimes things are very bad and very badly made, actually probably most of the time because they're made so cheap and like quickly too to like push out the demand for everything that everybody wants but at the same time like some of those pieces like I've literally had them for like how old am I like six 
I don't even know. That sounds wrong. A million years, like really. Well, that's good. Over five years. Um, and it's not because I'm like ready to wash and close or something like that. Cause I'm not like, it's just because like, they just have stayed in shape and I just haven't like, I don't know, put them through like a cheese grinder or something like that. So, <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> right. And like, I've kind of stayed the same size since high school. Yeah. So a lot of, a lot of my clothes are like, I still have yeah. them in high school. Yeah. Yeah. And like, it's, it's weird because that is like a, a very big thing. Like people are like, they're not as good quality and that's like often true like if you buy like a very expensive well-made like cashmere sweater it's going to be nicer and last longer than a ten dollar sweater that you get from h&m but like sometimes like they're also good just not sometimes the cheap stuff lasts too yeah yeah um i'll say that almost any like sweatshirt that i've bought from airy within the past like five years has lasted me like forever. Like the shirt that I'm wearing right now, I got when I was like a sophomore in high school and it's still so well worth like what I paid for it, maybe like 20 bucks for it. So I will say that I don't even know if Aries considered fast fashion, but I, it has to be honestly. So it was, they're so well worth it. I think. I love that. No. Yeah. If, it, if it's still, if, it, if, it's, if it's not broke, don't fix it. I think that's exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. And since like layering is so popular now, if I just throw like a white turtleneck underneath this too, it's like fashionable now too. And a different outfit. If you exactly. add something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, soul. Um, I'm trying to think, but I feel like the things that have lasted me the most would be t-shirts from Spencer's randomly. Interesting. Like, I love shopping for clothes. Like I work in retail, keep that in mind. But I also do give away a lot of clothes to like people and like trade clothes and things like that. So I feel like the things I have kept since like, like I have one shirt specifically that I got when I was like eight from Spencer's and I still have it. I don't know if you've seen me wear a shirt. I wear it all the time. It's so soft. I love it. And I still have it. I was going to ask you, we, me and Soul, for those who don't know, we both work at Hollister. Soul's yeah. one of my managers. I'm one of the associates. Do you find yourself buying um, clothes from our company, whether it's Hollister, Abercrombie & Fitch, Airy, Gilly Hicks, like having a lot of that in your closet? I mean, I'm wearing a fully Hollister outfit right now. So. I usually am. I usually am. Yeah. But I really didn't buy a lot of clothes like in high school. I mean, I didn't have a job. So, you know, it would just be, you know, buying here and there. So I would say I had, I mostly thrifted in high school. And then I started working retail. That's when I started introducing a little bit more fast fashion. But that being said, I still do enjoy thrifting. And a majority of my closet is either from Hollister because I work there or it's thrifted. I don't really shop anywhere else. Oh, okay, cool. I didn't know that. To look at fast fashion from a nuanced approach, many people who come from low-income neighborhoods cannot afford anything else but brands that are sustainable and unethically made. In my experience, my family does love our name brands, but will buy and keep a Let's Say shirt from Ralph Lauren or H&M for many, many years. Do you think people are genuinely too broke to care how their clothes are being made? I I don't think it's that we're too broke not to care because coming from like a broke college student, I would say it's not that we're too broke to care, but the items that are usually like sustainable and like ethically made are like expensive. So it's like a $30 long sleeve shirt. Obviously, yes, it's going to last me longer, but do I have that money in my pocket to buy a $30 shirt when I can get a pair of like 
jeans and a sweater. You know what I'm saying? For that so, same price. Yeah, for the same price. It all depends on like your mindset. I'm a very environmental friendly person. I try to be because I care about our world. So I try to like be mindful of what I buy and how often I buy clothes that are like unethically made. That word is so tough. It is yeah, crazy. I was messing up when I was practicing this episode. I, kept stumbling that. I mean, y'all saw me. I was like, y'all know what I mean, right? <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Oh. Um, Victoria. I agree with Kendall. I love to have the idea of quality over quantity in my head, but as a broke college student, like she said, I can be spending $30 on a pair of jeans and a sweater instead of the one piece of clothing. So although I also try to be super conscious and environmentally friendly and shop ethically, ethically, yeah, (laughs) um, It can be really hard. And I really don't think that people don't care what they're buying. I think people do. It really is just a matter of what can I get like for a bang for my buck. Right. Right. Um, Melanie. Yeah, I definitely agree with all points that have so far been made. Um, I think that people, I think that it's really not that they're too broke too. I think that it's just more of like one of those things where people, I mean, is it really like, is me buying this one shirt gonna like burn down the entire planet kind of thing it's like a bunch it's like everybody doing it all like all let's say all five of us are doing the same thing and that's that's what's making the problem you know it's like it's yes it's nice to be like individually making better choices for the environment but at the same time it's like the mass that is contributing to the problems and that's mostly because of the whole one percent making more money, the advertising, like all that stuff that we talked about before. Um, but I really, I, I do think people care. I definitely do. I mean, I, I care a lot about the planet, but at the same time, like when I first started going into, going into, I don't know, like pursuing the passion. Oh my God, not the passion for fashion. That's like the most I was gonna let you slide. I was like, okay, all right, we going with that. (laughs) Oh my god, that was horrific. Okay, but like once I started, like you know, exploring my style and stuff, like I would go to like fast fashion places and I would buy like boots that are ten dollars and like they would last me for like a few months and then I would have to get new ones. And and like that taught me a lesson real quick. I was like, this is kind of not worth it at all because I could have just bought shoes for. $30, $40 that have lasted me like now years instead of these boots that were on clearance that are terrible. So I feel like it's part of like, if you have the ability to kind of like experiment with like what you're able to do, how you're able to spend your money, then I think that that's very possible. But again, like some people can afford to buy $30 shirt and some people need jeans and sweater for the price of $30 shirt so I think it really depends I don't think that people don't care I think that it's just one of those things that it's like is my individual impact really gonna make the world explode kind of thing no that's a really good point I didn't think about that um I feel like that's a kind of a tough question to answer I mean obviously all the points that were made are very valid but like um sorry Melanie said uh definitely like the one percent should be making more of an effort to 
like if you have the ability to shop more sustainable you should do it because i feel like it's wrong to put the burden onto poor people that just can't afford it and also are too busy trying to have a roof over their head or food on the table to actually be able to think about that and most of the people i bring up fast fashion to like there has been so many times i bring up fast fashion to people and they just don't know like what that means i'm like oh you know like sweatshops like you know like nike like you know there's one not that far from here in queens and they are so lost like they have no idea and i just feel like people need to be more informed it's really that no yeah i think that's so true i didn't really know what fast fashion was until i think recently and then i kind of was reminded about like how cool thrifting was by like melanie's page Kendall telling me like, you need a thrift. What you've been doing with your life? <laughs> Victoria, I remember you did like a report in our oral communication yes. class. That was really yeah. good. Um, and talking to Soul and she inspired that question. So it's a, it's a new term for me, but I'm sure that term has been around for many, many years. And sweatshops, I don't think people know what that is um, and how lucrative it is to the, the fashion industry. Mm. Um, and it's like, how can we put an end to that? Because it's it's not just clothes, it's like our iPhones, this MacBook I'm recording on, like so ingrained. So bad. Yeah. How do we get rid of that when it's so ingrained? Like it's not overnight, you know? I demand that it needs to be produced that fast and that badly. Like it's just insane. New new iPhones every year, new Apple devices, like new clothes being, you know, H and M Forever 21. So it's like, I don't really know if that will ever stop. Like, how could like, it because it's just yeah. scrolling you know yeah yeah okay so depop poshmark and etsy are some common secondhand online stores to shop from have any of you guys purchased any items from these sites um i can go first i can answer my own question um two years ago i started like selling my clothes on poshmark because it's a form of like making money but also like giving your clothes away when you don't want to use them anymore um yeah so i've never purchased but i've definitely like sold my clothes and made a profit off of it that's really cool okay i didn't know that was a thing um victoria do you want to go first Sure. So I've purchased um, secondhand clothes from all of those uh, platforms. I used to love Depop, like, but then I don't know what happened, but Depop became the most toxic place on the internet. Um, I, people started selling like children's clothing and labeling Not it baby as like baby tees, right? For ninety dollars. Yeah. And, oh my god, these these people were losing their minds at one point, and like it's still a problem. And I literally deleted Depop off of my phone. Um, I re-downloaded it this week in preparation for this because I was curious and it's still such an issue. People are really just trying to scam you out of your money, which sucks because it's supposed to be platforms like to shop sustainably, Mm -hmm. but it's completely going out the window and just like subserving to capitalistic ways, which really sucks because capitalism, that's a big part. Because when Depop first came out, I was like, oh my God, this is awesome. I literally bought like a 90s vintage Patagonia like half zip for $25. And I still have it. I bought it like three years ago at this point. But now that would be like $180. And like, what is the point then? (laughs) That's insane. Um, Sol, do you want to go next? 
Um, yeah, I actually shop on Etsy all the time from small businesses. I really, I really like it. Like if I have the option to get something on Amazon versus Etsy, like I'm always going to go to Etsy. Like Amazon is like my last resort, but yeah, I've definitely bought like jewelry, like handmade jewelry. I recently bought like, um, like a handmade, like cement makeup brush cleaner. That was like a little expensive. Ooh. I have it right here. Like, wait, actually. Okay. Okay, show and tell show and tell god <laughs> you better save money period guys it's so cute so i'm i'm mexican by the way and um in mexico there's these things called lavaderos and it's literally like a little replica Ooh, and that's so pretty thanks so cool. uh, i love that right it was cute so worth my money but yeah shopping on etsy is like just you know, small businesses support small businesses. If you have the option to, like for this, if you have the option to shop from a small business or anywhere that's like, you know, this just goes more than fast fashion. If you have the option to just like, fuck capitalism. That's something that I kind of, um, I should have had a question about capitalism, but it's so, it's a big part of like this whole topic and like the fashion and more than just fashion, just like things that we purchase um, because, you know, companies like Apple, Disney, Amazon, like the, they're getting bigger and bigger. So it's like, we gotta, we gotta pay attention to that because we don't want it to become corrupt. It might already be, um, but we don't want it to be corrupt, you know? Wait, so, so is Etsy um, like for small businesses as well as like selling clothes that are just like in people's closets? It's like both? Yeah, I. it's just like a selling platform, but it's like, it doesn't focus on clothes. It focuses mm -hmm. on like more than just clothes. And okay. I, I found that it focuses more on like jewelry or just like handmade items versus clothes. Okay. I will jump in and say that Etsy is my go-to place for all jewelry. Both of my earrings, all from Etsy, every mm -hmm. ring that I own from Etsy. Um, but they do sell a lot of like vintage clothing on Etsy too. Mm -hmm. And then a lot of, <laughs> a lot of like moms like to sell their scarves and like handmade gloves and hats on Etsy too, which is kind yeah. of, yeah, that's awesome. Is it a website or is it like an app that you can download or both? Both. Oh, awesome. Okay. And yeah. Melanie. Yeah. So, I mean, oh man, my train of thought was here and then it just disappeared. That's crazy. Um, but I mean, I shop on all of those. I tried to sell on them and I just have no luck doing that. So um, I'm going to stick to buying things, but not like over buying things. But some of, I would say like the coolest stuff that I own is from like those thrifting secondhand platforms or my mom's closet. I love stealing too. Um, yes, love a good hand-me-down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's great. It's like repurposing stuff that she doesn't wear anymore. But anyway, so eBay... If you look up like vintage graphic sweaters, you will find a gold mine. Ooh, Just, let me put that on right now. Ooh, um, but okay. yeah, like it's it's so cool because like my like for for graduation in this hat that was last year. Oh my god. Um, for graduation, I really wanted like like a '70s like disco esque like Mamma Mia jumpsuit. I scoured the internet. I even looked at some fast fashion places because I couldn't find anything. But then I found like this gorgeous, like shiny blue one on Poshmark. 
incredible. It's like my favorite thing. I think I brought it with me, even though I don't I know. I love why. that. I'm going to insert like a graphic. <laughs> can we see it? Yeah, can, we, can you show it to <laughs> Thanks. Yo. Yeah, no, but like I love those platforms. I think that it's, I mean, I do agree. Depop is insane. People are really whack for absolutely no reason on there. Um, They'll be like reselling the craziest, like simplest things for billions of dollars. And it's ridiculous. Um, but before it got crazy, it was great. Like I found a pair of like Doc Martin sandals on there for like a little cheaper than usual. Then they're barely used. Like some of the coolest stuff that I found is like through online thrifting, I would say. Um, is It also has gotten harder to go like physically thrifting because of the pandemic and the fact that we're on year three. So yeah. 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 <laughs> so are a lot, are a lot of thrifting stores closed because of the pandemic? You mean? I don't know. I actually just okay. haven't like, gone out okay. because of the pandemic. <laughs> so I actually don't know. Um, I feel like maybe like if they don't have as many people coming in, they might have to close, right? But that's a good yeah. question. I don't know. For you guys, in November 2021, the New York Times reported that there is a resurgence of interest in vintage clothes right now, partly because thrifting is a fun way to play around without spending so much money, not to mention being conscious of sustainability. When did you guys start thrifting? Um, I started thrifting in college because I just, again, like in high school, I was like a forever 21 girl boss, you know, like I was just kind of like, I'm going to shop here because that's where everybody else shops. But you can find so many cooler, more unique pieces thrifting. And then when someone's like, oh, where'd you get that? You'll be like, I don't know, it's from like a time capsule in like 1960. Like you can never find another one that's exactly like it. And it's literally like treasure hunting. I love it so much. It's so exciting. It's like finding a little a little thing of gold as if it was made just for you, like in this I love in that. Corner, I love little it. store. That's how I see it because it's so fun like to, to find that one thing that like really speaks to you. You're just like, wow, it's like I've waited my whole life to be reunited with this jacket. Like, I don't know. <laughs> no, but yeah, as, as opposed to like but... when I'm shopping, it's like the same sweater, just different colors. Yeah. And yeah, it's like, exactly. I'm bored. Yeah. Like, imagine thrifting and then you see like this one singular sweater that happens to be in your size and it's like the most beautiful thing you've ever seen and it's perfect for you like that just doesn't happen when you're regular like regular yeah. like it just doesn't happen the same way i haven't gone and, thrifting like, yet but i definitely uh, need to go <laughs> I mean, we, we can go like come to new york we'll go like we'll, we'll, i need right i need to go i need to go um yeah. so how about you um, I started thrifting when I was a junior in high school, so I got a pretty early start on it. I still have, like, most of that clothing. Okay, um, how about you? Um, I started thrifting my senior year of high school, so, like, so I got, like, somewhat of an early start, and I still have everything that I bought, mm-hmm. um, but Cervantes, when we get back to school, my unique is right down the street. We have to go. I want to go no, we so have we it's have my to. We favorite have to. and they have two locations one That's on Hempstead true. Turnpike and then one I don't know Long Island but they have another location and oh my god they're so wonderful we need yeah. to go no, I spent like I'm, half I'm, my yes. time in college oh my god. so I started thrifting in like my sophomore year of high school and I first started picking up like coats and jackets because I thought they were cool and no one else had them and then I would get like workout tops because they were like, I don't know, that section of like workout things is so nice. You can check it yeah. out. And they're like- Like athleisure, you like athleisure? Is that yeah. What? 
like when I go work out, like I usually mostly all of my tops are like Under Armour, Nike, and they're from the thrift store. And I got them for like good condition, good quality, all of that. Um, yeah. So I just use thrifting to just get a lot of new nice. stuff. Like, do you believe the growing popularity of thrift shopping negatively impacts lower income communities? Because oh, I would say yes. <laughs> I would say yes, only because last week when I went thrift shopping with my friend in Manhattan, I picked up a pair of jeans and it said $40. And I said, mm, what's this? So I put it back because I didn't want to buy, I didn't want to buy a pair of jeans that I could have gotten at a fast fashion store for the same price. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, yeah. I think it does. I've thought about this a lot. Like I saw one TikTok like a really long time ago that asked this same question. And I have been thinking about it literally ever since, because I mean, this is like similar to how you said, like the people who really need like the less expensive things that we are thrifting can't get them because like I don't want to be like people like us but like people like us are taking them instead because I mean and we might be able to afford something that's like the $40 jeans rather than the $10 jeans at the thrift store but it's like hard because it's there's so many clothes in the cycle of things like I literally saw a picture of this desert somewhere um where there's just like heaps and mountains of clothes that are barely touched and like they I guess they could have been donated to the thrift store but they were just like tossed because like people threw them out um, oh, I think I saw that yeah, yeah I was I was like oh my god I need to never buy a clothing item again um, <laughs> no seriously because it's it's like so scary how many clothes like when you see a visual representation like that of like how many clothes and that's just like part of it too like that's obviously not everyone in the world but it's like pollution too so I mean if you think about like all the clothes that are coming in from anyone getting rid of them, there's like so many. So I don't think that like thrift stores and stuff will ever be like low on stock. Uh, you know what I mean? But at the same time, like it takes time to go through the clothes that are donated to make sure that they're in okay condition to sell, to price them, to like, you know, all that stuff right. that takes time. It doesn't just happen as quickly as you can get something from Fashion Nova. So it's like, it's, it's a very hard balance because you, at one, on one hand, you, you feel like you're doing a service by not buying fast fashion, saving money and kind of like being more sustainable by buying clothes that have been used. But at the same time, there are people who really need those clothes and might not be able to get them because they don't have the time to look through the bins at Goodwill or something like that because they work like three jobs or something along those lines like they don't have the time they need the the less expensive stuff because that's what they can afford um so it's a very difficult moral question because like what like I don't know right. there's no way you can really win I think in the world of fashion and buying clothes in any capacity like if you're buying clothes like you can't win I feel like right right how about you soul how do you feel about it oh okay again how could i follow up such an amazing answer my obviously it's like such a big moral complex because it's like oh i'm getting like this like ten dollar blazer that's in like amazing condition it's from mm -hmm. gap i'm gonna wear it to like i could already envision the outfit mm -hmm. like i would wear with this but then it's also like 
am I taking this away from someone who has like an interview tomorrow? This $10 blazer is all they can afford, you know? So it's definitely like, definitely something to think about, but I also shouldn't feel guilty about it because at the end of the day, it's not my fault that this happened. And so, you know, you, you gotta, you gotta pick and choose your battles, I guess. Um, I hate that they hike the prices up. That's capitalism. The one percent added again, like putting the. <laughs> oh no, that's so true. It's like, are is it are are certain clothes so expensive? Like, is Gucci and Louis Vuitton and all these things are they expensive because of the quality and it's being made in Italian, you know, whatever in Italy, or is it because you're paying for the name? I always wonder. Cool for the name, I feel like okay. obviously the name. I mean, um, obviously they're going to be nicer than like a purse that you get at the mall but like they, I mean you're still paying largely for the name like those purses or whatever you're buying from those huge designer names could be so much cheaper but they don't want to be and they know that they can charge you that for the name so yes they, because there's they, people out yeah. there that will buy it no matter how much it costs whether it's exactly. the one percent or it's people who are middle income yeah. And, or you low income because yeah. they, they just feel like you know they want that status it's gucci i have to get it so that's mm -hmm. that's the that brand loyalty that we're yeah. educated on me and soul um, at hollister like you know building a we want that customer loyalty um so if they're telling us to do that at this small like an associate level i can't imagine what conversations they're having at the corporate ceo you know marketing whatever it is yeah to the um whole brand thing though i just recently saw a tiktok that said that walmart and tiffany gets their diamonds from the same exact supplier so you're buying the same diamond from walmart that you are from tiffany yet you're gonna pay thousands of dollars more at tiffany's because it's hello tiffany's um wow so yeah i don't know if people knew that you pay for a brand yeah, That's I had like no idea either. about that either, but- um, I'm gonna tell my mom that when she comes home from work. <laughs> but this woman really seemed like she knew what she was talking about. So wow. I trust her, but um, yeah. So we totally just pay for brand names. And like you said, with customer loyalty, like, as, like with Apple again, as soon as Apple drops a new iPhone, we're all gonna get in line to get it because hello, we're a part of the Apple ecosystem. We love to contribute to that. I do think that thrifting is becoming a huge problem and taking away from lower income communities. Um, and I've had the same experience happen to me. I went to Urban Jungle in Brooklyn last oh year. I picked up a pair of jeans, $50. I was like, yeah. I could go to Levi's instead and just go buy a brand new pair of jeans. And like some of this stuff will literally be dirty and have stains on it. And they're still charging so much literally. money. And like, oh my God, it's ridiculous how capitalistic thrifting has become. And I know that has a lot to do with how it's become so popular and like, you know, supply and demand, like we want more. So they're obviously like going to see that and then hike up their price and we still pay for it. It's a whole never ending cycle. But um, at like my unique, for example, I've even noticed that they've been raising their prices and they're a small scale thrift store. And it sucks because like, yeah, like even though I can afford to spend more money, a lot of people can't. So I'll put things back and be like, if I can save the $2 shirt for somebody else, let them have it. I will spend the $10 because I can. So, yeah. No, I love that. Like thinking about other people when you shop, I think mm -hmm. people, because I think this country's very, we're, we're very, um, we're followers, but I think we're also very individualistic. 
Mm-hmm. So I like when people think about others when they do something, whether it's saving the environment through fashion or just what they're eating or like um, reusable water bottles. Like we need to think about others, not just about you, because one person can make a difference, but you have to. It's bigger than you. Next question so, yeah. was, are you guys hopeful we can put an end to fast fashion? No, no, <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm not like a generally pessimistic person, but like absolutely not. Like. You think those girls on TikTok are going to stop doing their Shein hauls? Like, you could put a gun to their head and they would be like, I need to stop this Shein. I need to post my Shein haul. I think like, it's not going to happen. I think other social issues we could probably solve, yeah. you know? Um, but fast fashion, yeah, I think that's going to be As hard. long as someone has something that's yeah. like, quote unquote, nicer, something that you might want that don't have, that you don't have, like, that's always going to be an issue, I think yeah it's one of those things too like i mean you could not want something but then you could see somebody posting not necessarily like a she and haul but be like oh i just went shopping and i got this thing and you'll be like oh i need that like i have bought things because of people doing that i don't even know them i don't follow them i just see them on my for you page and i'm like that is a nice thing that i might need in my life or that is a really cool dress that i can get for ten dollars like, it's the power it of influencers too and celebrities people are so normal you're just like oh that could be me and then you're just like oh she's wearing it i can wear it too why not and then you just buy really? it and then five seconds later you're like what have i done like what did i even do <laughs> and then you get it in the mail and you're like this isn't that bad and then you wear it once and you're like oh that was stupid literally um, that's <laughs> it's crazy a uh, soul how do you feel um i feel like as lo- like we should bring this up, but greenwashing. Do you guys know what that is? Yes. Oh my like, god. Educate me. Educate me. This whole yeah. like sustainable line, and it's not sustainable. It's yeah. literally like they put this. Mar- it's all marketing. Like I told you, they put yeah. this marketing out that's like sustainably and ethically sourced, and it's not. And it's to cater to that demographic, like me, who's like you know keeping in mind what I buy, and it's it's not ethical or sustainable. So how can fast fashion go away? when they're saying oh like i'm fixing the problem but i'm not you said it was greenwashing yeah like h&m and like even like nasty gal or some like other brands like that will be like oh yeah this is our like sustainable line like what's different about this except that you put the word sustainable in front of it nothing 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 i didn't even know that was a thing yeah it's really bad watch out you hadn't brought it up and I just remembered. I was like, this is H&M. I need to do my research. <laughs> no, it's okay. I mean, listen, like I have a ton of stuff for me. Like I'm guilty as charged. Like it's just, you know. I always wonder, but, I always wonder like, do they mean vegan? Do they mean like. Not they're so vague that you don't even ask really. You're just like, I wonder what this means. And then you're like, oh, it's probably too complicated. I don't care anymore. And then you're just right. like, oh, And away. should we believe. Leaf on it. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I no, do that sometimes. I'm like, oh, it's sustainable, cool. Right, yeah, like vegan, not. vegan leather or whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's this app and website called Good on You, and you can basically like look up any brand and see like their like ratings in different categories, like how they treat animals, how they use water, like how they treat people um in their factories and however they make clothes. And it's a really good way to kind of like see like how bad the brands that you buy from are versus like I mean look it's really hard to find any brands that are rated like five stars or four stars I'm not gonna lie like I've been on there and I type every brand that I like 
looking at my tags or whatever. And I'm just like, oh, oh, damn it. None of these things are good. No, um, yeah. But it's a really good, like, it's called Good On You. I think I said that already. But it's really, like, it's a good tool to have if you want to be more conscious of, like, the places that you shop. And, like, H&M, you can look it up, and their ratings are pretty poor, and it'll, like, explain why. It'll break it down for you based on, like, the reports that they have to put out, like, legally, I'm pretty sure. So I think it's really cool. I mean, like I said, most of my most of my brands, like, don't really make a cut. It'd be but, like that. It'd be but like it's that. good to be aware at the very least, I feel like. I didn't realize how important it was a company's values were until I think summer 2020. And we were like, you know, what's this brand going to say about what just happened? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's like a, you know, a racial standpoint. But let's go further. Like, what, it, how are they, how are they literally being made? Let a, like, you know, their values and how they feel about racism. That's very important too. But mm-hmm. how are they, how are the clothes literally being made and how are they, um, are they sustainable or not? So that's, that's a really good point. And it's, it's important. You should know how your company, the, the brands, the, the, how do I say it? The companies that you buy from, you should know everything uh, as much as you can about them maybe not everything but as much as you can for sure definitely and it's like it's easy because it's all right there and I mean it's like I'm not gonna go research H&M's like ethical practices for the past 10 years like who has the time so like these people do it for you and then you can just read about it but I mean good on you that's a good one yeah yeah and Victoria how do you feel do you think we could put an end to fast fashion I don't. I think that I agree with what everyone has said so far that it just, we can never put an end to it. But I do think um, apps like Good On You or a website um, is really great for educational purposes and can really help make a difference in educating people on what they're buying and where they're buying from. So I do think that could definitely make a small impact. And small impacts sometimes lead to big changes. So who knows? Yes, I totally agree. And Kendall? I'm going to say no. I'm going to agree with everyone and say no. I feel like there's just such a huge um, barrier of education. Like not everyone knows about fast fashion and how much it impacts people across the seas. I feel like people don't really care unless it's impacting them directly. Hmm. Now, yeah. I'm not going to say for everyone, but I just feel like if they see it mm-hmm. with their own eyes that people are literally like, you know, chopping a finger off because they're making you that Nike shirt that you really want, they're not going to care. So it's going to be really, it's going to take a real long time for fast fashion to ever be like, slow down, if that makes sense. No, I agree. I agree with everyone. And I think maybe I just thought of this, maybe the way that they get like Addison Ray and certain people to sell their clothes, maybe Addison Ray could be like, the host of a documentary about fast fashion that would be great That's you know great people idea. might try to come for her in the comments like but what about like this year yeah. you know yeah. <laughs> but i think maybe if her face or someone that we like i don't know like Lori harvey or just somebody popular yeah, definitely you know talks about fast fashion will get eyes on their audiences that's for sure it's yeah. so weird because like i feel like if you're interested in fashion like we obviously are because we're here um like we're more exposed to that like you mentioned greenwashing and a few of us were like, yeah, we know what that is. Because like, I mean, my For You page on TikTok is just like all the girlies with their little outfits and their little things. Like that's it, the whole thing. And it's like, I've learned so much through that and through following like fashion people, but like other people 
like who aren't as heavily invested in fashion and just like to buy clothes, which is like the general population. I feel like they don't get exposed to like that kind of stuff. All the little like infographics about fast fashion and sustainability that like I see like every day. Like it's just one of those things that's like so interesting to think about because like I know that it's like bad and I know that you shouldn't do it. And I know what green want, like I know what all of these terms are and stuff, but like my brother doesn't like he wears clothes too, but he doesn't know what any of these things mean. It's not because he's like stupid. It's just, or uninformed. Like it's just because he's, right. that's not like something that he actively seeks out. But I think that's part of it too. It's it's not part of like the general conversation amongst yeah. the general public. It's like the people who seek it out will find it, but that's it. And that's not that many necessarily I literally did not know what fast fashion was until last year when Victoria brought it up in her speech and I was like oh that's what you call it okay now I get it because I think we maybe we all knew what it was just not the terminology yeah like we don't know what gaslighting is but some people not not word that word yes do you guys know of any sustainable clothing brands because yesterday I was looking up a couple of brands and I was like, I've never heard of these. Mm-hmm. Like, and on top of that, I noticed that they didn't really match the trends that are going on right now. Mm-hmm. So it's like, how do you expect someone to, you know, buy sustainable clothing if it doesn't really match how they want to dress? Um, so do you guys know any of any? Do you know? I like any? know one. Like, I feel like that's it, which is kind of sad. Um, but they're also more like expensive. So that's like why yeah. it's it's called waste to waste, like waste as in trash to waste as in body waste. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have like a shirt, like a crop top from them with like exposed seams. It's really cute. It's green. And then I have like a dress from them. It's like bodycon, but the bottom is asymmetrical. So they're, they're like Ooh. funkier pieces, um, but definitely not something that you would see just like trend, trending necessarily. Like it's not one of those because it's it takes longer to make. They're made from like scrap materials and stuff like that. Um, but that's like the only brand that I know that's like actually sustainable, which is so sad. And I didn't even realize until you asked, but like, I don't know any other ones. And I do mean, you see oh. yourself, sorry, do you see yourself wearing this piece, like those pieces like often as much as you do with like your fast fashion items or? Um, the shirt, yes. Cause it's just like a, like a crop type t-shirt, like yes. Okay. But the mm-hmm. dress, was more of like I would say like a like an impulse this is kind of of, like I like the dress a lot but like I just I don't know it's like okay like I don't know there's it's not something that I'm like drawn to that I want to wear every day so that's like part of it um I think that part of the problem then is like it's easier to visualize things that you see people wearing anyway even if you don't realize that you see people Mm -hmm. wearing whatever it is that's on trend like you know how to make different outfits like that because you've seen people wearing them already. So it's like harder when there's pieces that don't fit into that mold, I guess. Yeah, I agree. Um, I know Everlane and um, I don't remember the other one, but it's something like Revolution, Revolve. Yeah, Revo- yeah, oh, Revolution. yeah, see there yeah. are other ones, I'm just silly. But, um, I can actually answer the question as to why a lot of those brands aren't trendy. And it's actually because it they're meant to be basics that you can keep for like a lot of, lot of years. So it's oh. clothes that like you can, you know, they 
they'll they'll go ahead and go with the trends they won't mm -hmm. ever go out of style so that's why you'll see like a lot of neutrals a lot of basics you know turtlenecks t-shirts mm -hmm. you know like maybe maybe like a, you know like a little pantsuit moment you know like office like office wear but chic like kind of like mm -hmm. that like that's why because it's meant to be not worn for just this year it's like you know like five ten years Oh my gosh. And you know what? That makes so much sense. Cause I was like, it's just a basic t-shirt. Obviously it's a basic so that you can continue to wear it and yes. keep it around longer. Got it. Got it. Okay. <laughs> and you can do so much with that. If it's like a, like yeah. I can throw on like maybe a sweater with this or like any, if you have something that's like plain and like kind of basic, you can add something to it and it's a different outfit every time. Yeah. I love to layer. So obviously, so you know what? Okay. I'm getting into it. I'm going to hop into like those websites and really try to like don't sleep something. on basics you need them at that yeah. i love basics but it's like yeah yeah okay yes and victoria i had only ever heard of the brands that soul mentioned as well and i had no idea that they purposely just produce basics but that does make so much sense yeah it really does so now i'm gonna do some tcp rapid fire questions um question is, what makes you laugh the most um melanie how about you um really ridiculous things like the stupidest like elmo tiktok trends like really dumb <laughs> but like i i love it i think and dad jokes like ridiculous things make me laugh yes, yes. like when they're real dumb and it's like no they're one's so laughing but bad. i am like no one's laughing but i am <laughs> um victoria what makes you laugh the most um, I would say that truly any stupid thing that comes on my for you page on TikTok, um, like Melanie said, Elmo TikTok <laughs> is truly taking over. It everything. I haven't when seen I, it yet. Okay. When I hear Elmo say hello, Rocco, to that little rock, ah! oh my god, I literally <laughs> die. He is so funny. He is he really is but um Netflix shows too can make me laugh like I'm watching Arrested Development right now and it can Good. it is it's very funny awesome and Soul what about you um I really like sarcasm I just like I yeah. feel like I'd be really good like side note I feel like I'd be really good at stand-up comedy because I get told I'm very funny all the time okay so Things like, I mean, you know, you know I'm good. Yeah. No, she's very sarcastic, but I never thought you would put yourself on stage like that. I, I, you know, it's like, everybody has a bucket list. And for me, that's like the one thing on my bucket list I really want to do. Like, I'm I gotta, obviously, you know, you gotta like, it's like a whole routine. I'm more of like, uh, when something's happening, you know, like, I add, In the moment, add into yeah. it. Yes. So I'll, I'll have to practice that. But yeah, sarcasm. I love sarcasm. Yes. And Kendall, what makes you laugh the most? Um, I like dry humor. <laughs> ah! uh, okay. <laughs> like, I'm telling you, like, this is not really funny, but it's funny to me. Like, it's the way you said it. It's the way you did it. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. Same. Same. <laughs> I would have to agree um three things you're grateful for I'll start with Victoria god okay um I'm grateful for my family obviously um I'm grateful for the education that I have and what else am I grateful for and this is stupid but I'm very grateful for the one squishmallow that I have that <laughs> I just got because he is super cute 
Do you that. have just one stuffed animal or do you have like a lot? Oh my God, no. He's just the newest one. <laughs> I love, I love that. It's kind of <laughs> like, um, you know, like puppies, they, they come to our school like for therapy. Yeah, they had, yeah. animals, I feel like could serve that purpose too. Oh yeah. my God, yeah, here we he's, yeah. he's a Aww. Okay, now I need, I need to get you one. You have one too? Yes, I do. I have one from like five years ago, but I have no I idea. I love that. This one looks like my dog. It's so oh, that's so cute. I got on Black Friday. It was not on sale. <laughs> then this one is just an elephant, but she's a little older. Oh, that oh, one's really cute. cute. Did you Wait, order that? On, did you guys order this online? I got this at Target, and I usually yeah. get most of them at Target. Okay. My friend got me. My mom actually got me the elephant one. I don't even know where she found it. I think Walgreens, and then the other one I got at Target. More. Like, yes, I'm also grateful for my family. I don't want my mom to hear this and be like, how could she not mention me? Um, <laughs> but this week, I would say I'm thankful for my tiny apartment and my job in the city that I've always wanted to work in and to be friends with people like you and get invited on things like this. Thank you. Cool. Of course. That was so corny. I'm sorry. But like, no, I love those answers. <laughs> those are different. I like that. Um, I still Kendall. Yes, Kendall, how about you? I am grateful for my health, food, and like my family and friends. Yeah, very general, but I'm really thankful for my health because I don't like being sick. This pandemic? Yeah, this pandemic? Yeah. No, I think even though it's like general, I think it's, no, it's still meaningful. Like family, like having your love, hopefully your loved ones are all still alive or most of them are that you're healthy all those that's very important especially now during this you know delta cron like are we still in it we're out of it people are vacationing i don't know what's going on but yeah i think it's totally it's it's normal to be grateful about those like general things um so how about you um recording it and say you know my family um you know i have a really great support system i love like i like to thank you know my mom my sister and then my boyfriend of course um shout out to ian yeah shout out to ian i get to see him tomorrow he doesn't live here he lives in north carolina so i'm always so grateful to see him oh my god so far for me i'm not gonna see him after this till like may so you know i'm very grateful for the time i'm gonna spend with him this week so that could be my second one and my third one's gonna be my cat i don't know where he is i could try to find him but he is like the cutest thing and my sister actually is moving out next month and taking him so i've been definitely getting those extra cuddles in yes would you get a new cat for yourself or you don't think so no i want to but i just work so much and i work full time like um saranta said i am his manager i'm I'm his boss (laughs) (laughs) um (laughs) i'll be like go hold those jeans but (laughs) Uh, yeah, I work so much and I also like I'm a full-time student, so I'm barely home. So it just wouldn't make sense for me, but I'm going to try to find him. I just don't know where he is. Yes. I didn't even know you had a cat. What? Yes. He's so cute. Oh, he's so big. He's 20 pounds. <gasps> I love that. Uh, How old is your cat? He is only a year. What? <laughs> he's so That's a big cat. Oh my God. Like, like, look at him compared to my head. Yeah, for real. The next question, what would you tell your younger self? I'll start with soul. 
younger self ooh um i have thought about this actually Ooh, damn i don't know if i could like go back i feel like i would really want to talk to um seventh grade soul like i just feel like that was like such a dark year for me randomly and i just feel like i would want to hug her and be like it's all gonna be okay i feel like that would that's what i would tell myself that any any year like any age i mean in my like you know past life or whatever I would just say like it's gonna be okay like you're, you're gonna figure it out um I think I have something kind of like along the same lines just that it gets better because like sophomore year of college and like sophomore year of high school coincidentally were both very terrible um so I guess like I would just be like hey girl keep going it gets better look where you are now you never imagined that you'd be here but this is like I'm literally not not to be this is all very fresh to me so I keep bringing it up but like this is what I've always wanted and now I'm here and I never would have thought that I would be able to do that if I was like, like even last year. So like, just an apartment going. in New York City. That's I know. Good. Just keep going, bestie. You can do it. That's the people okay. don't. I don't think people know how expensive it is. So yeah. that's yeah. Oh, so and influencer and blogger and writer. <laughs> yes. So that's awesome. Thank you. Oh, Kendall, what would you tell your younger self? Um. Let's see. I think I would tell myself like the path that I'm going to take is not going to be straight and that's okay. Like I'm going to hit so many curves, so many bumps in the road and it's all going to be fine. Like just take a breather and just like recuperate because I know that younger self, younger me, shoot, like months ago, I was like, I was a perfectionist and thought like, oh my God, everything needs to just go this way and like, just let it go. Yeah. Yes. Like your path um, is going to, cause that's life. You're going to go different directions. You think you're going one way and you actually, no, I think I should go this way. Yeah. Um, like, you know, transferring colleges, like that's a big thing. And I think a lot, I'm sure people are telling you like, oh, like don't transfer, like, no, don't do, but it's like, no, if you, I told Kendall, I was like, no, if you need to leave and you don't like it here, go, because <laughs> why stay in a place where you don't feel happy or you don't feel comfortable and there's no growth? you shouldn't do that in a relationship, a job, <laughs> anything. So anything, yeah, yeah, I think um, your path is not going to be straight for sure. Um, I think I tell my younger self just to keep, just to always try your best because that is enough. And I also tell my middle school self and like my early high school self to dress how you want. Just go for it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Where do you see yourself in five years? Where do I see myself in five years in a slightly bigger apartment with a very extensive library? That's like a, that's far-fetched for five years, but hopefully still in Manhattan, hopefully still writing, hopefully have a big enough apartment to have a library in Manhattan. <laughs> yeah, in New York <laughs> City. Want. That's all I want. <laughs> I that's just want to awesome. get um, I would definitely like to buy my own apartment or house. That's like a very big goal of mine. I already did that with my car. I bought my car like completely by myself and it's kind of a nice car. It's a little Honda Civic. Um, so I definitely would like to buy something, but if I don't buy it for myself, I'd like to buy my mom something. I know this is very egotistical, but I feel like I'm going to like be really like successful in life. And I feel like as long as I keep saying that it's going to happen. So yeah. Manifest. Yeah, manifest it and it will happen. I see that all the time. So yes. you guys, 
say, just say right now, I'm gonna be <laughs> five years, and we're gonna come back here in five years, and we're all gonna be successful. I would love that. We should do yeah, that. I love that. No, I don't think that's egotistical at all. I think manifestation, prayer, meditation, information, those are all good for sure. Yeah, definitely like your mindset will get you farther than you think. Yeah. Yeah, your that's mind. Exactly the way to say it. Like your mindset will get you as far as you think it will. Wow. Shoot, you should brand that. <laughs> I put that in my bio. <laughs> I think five years later, I might be graduating law school. So that's awesome. I don't, I don't know. I just see really great things for me five years from now. Shoot, even on the journey to these like five years, I just see great things. So I'm not sure will where I will be, but I think it's gonna be good. That's awesome. And you, Victoria? Um, I see myself in grad school, hopefully trying to get a PsyD. Um, and yeah, I just hope that keeping like a good mindset, like everybody has said, have will just like really help me lead me down that path. Dr. Tondo one day, yes. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And the last rapid fire question: What would you name this current chapter of your life? <laughs> That's it. Um, I guess I would call it like rebranding, rebranding and renovation. Just that period. Um, because I feel like I'm going through a lot of changes and like rediscovering who I am and who like what purpose I want to have in the world and stuff. So. And what's, I love that. And I, what's nice is that you're in a whole different state. So it's like, you yeah. get to like break away. Really, like everyone. I really get to like figure out my life because since I grew up in New York, you know, all those years spent all that time in New York, went to college in New York, coming here really like forced me to grow more and like put myself out there. So yeah. yeah like what kind of movies do you want to watch? You know, and if no one else wants to watch it, Will you go by yourself? And I remember thinking like, no, like I have to have like five, 10 friends. And it's like, yeah. no, like, I think I saw Aquaman and No Way Home the first time by myself. And I was like, this is kind of nice. Like not nice. having to wait on anyone. Like, are, do you want to see this? Please, can you like, no, like do, like what I mean, like just really doing things on your own. And I think moving, you don't have to move to a different state to do that. But I think the fact that you're in a new location kind of helps with that for sure. Yeah. Um... I think I'd name it something like in progress or like to be determined, something like that. Cause I feel like where I am now, like sophomore in college, so many things can change within such a short span of time still. So yeah, yeah. So I I'll call it in progress. Yeah. Um, I actually did think about this when you sent the question and my sister said it's corny, but I would call it the present. Because I feel like all throughout like high school, I would just be struggling and be like, oh, in the future, like it'll get better in the future, it'll get better. And I was really like living in the future instead of the present. And I feel like all these goals I set for myself, I've already like pretty much achieved them. Like, oh, like I started working at Hollister, like, oh, I want to be a manager, like within the year, boom, get promoted to brand rep lead. Oh, I want to be a key holder within the next six yes. months, next month, I already got the promotion. You know, so it's like, I feel like now I finally get to, you know, not be like, oh, in the future, I want to do this. I really get to like be in the now and be in the present and like be like, oh my God, like I'm already here. Like, ooh, like let me live it a little bit. So I would call right now the present. Um, I 
<laughs> I'm very bad at putting titles to things, but when you guys were talking, I was like thinking about it like rapidly. Um, I was like, oh my God, I need to come up with something. <laughs> I feel like um, a lone smiley face, I would call it because I'm like alone, but like happy to be alone. Like I bought myself flowers yesterday and took a little walk around my neighborhood. And like, I mean, usually when I get home from work, I just kind of like read or play piano or like hang out with myself and it's kind of nice like I don't know I never really did that before so it's like alone but smiley thank you guys for coming on the podcast I really appreciate you taking the time out this is the first time Kendall guest co-hosted and it was awesome my first <laughs> guest co-host awesome awesome um, I hope my listeners learned something from our conversation and we'll look at how they shop differently and more ethically you can follow Kendall on Instagram at its.kendallsoul at s.mungia, Victoria at victoria.tondo, and Melanie at Melanie C. Hade and at Mel Where's What. Be sure to leave a rating for the Cervantes podcast on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the Cervantes podcast YouTube channel and click the notification bell up top so you never miss a new episode. Thank you guys for listening. Bye. 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 I'm not going to be able to do that.